What's up, guys, and welcome back to another episode of the Glory Reds podcast. And we are coming off a victory in the last minute to seal our first three points in I don't even know how long. But yeah, ladies and gentlemen, of course, I'm joined with my boy, Benito. What's happening, man? What's good? What's good, Pastor D, man? <laughs> <laughs> it's been so long that you don't even remember hey, when man. we won. <laughs> I can't even remember when we won. I can't remember the last time we tasted like three points. You know, it's and you know this game was so intense because we we needed a win. You know yeah. what I mean? We needed a win. We're becoming off like a lot of bad press. You know, you know towards the manager, towards yeah. the fan base, towards the players. The fans have also been getting a lot of shit. You know, we've been getting a lot of shit like, oh, the fans are just, you know, not helping the cause. You know, they're jumping on the players' backs and criticizing them. The fans are blindly following the manager and the what are, you know, all of this, all of that. So I think this was a win for all of us in that mm. regard, you know. So, yeah, man, a lot happened during this match. Um, you know, we spoke before, like I said, I never got a chance to watch the second half, you know, which yeah. was really bad. But, you know, I did watch the first half. The whole of the first half, I did witness the incident where we got disallowed a goal. Obviously, we're going to get into all of that. I'm so happy that it was our captain who came through and won for us because he has been under the knife. You know what I mean? People have, pundits have been going at his name. You know, is he captain material? This and this. And once again, he goes and shuts everyone up. You know, he goes and, and... and delivers on being the leader that he is and getting us those crucial points that we needed. But anyway, let's let's start from straight off from the top, right? Where we yeah. always start. First of all, give me your thoughts about, you know, about the game and then we'll get into the other stuff. Um, first of all, I want to give a big shout out to the away fans. Because yeah. man, today they brought their A game again. They were pushing the hours. Yeah. It was beautiful to see. It was absolutely beautiful to watch, to see the United fans, like, push the guys, encourage the guys. It was beautiful. I I, I mean, yeah, we're going to talk more about how the game um, panned out, but just with the emotion, the last minute thing, Fergie time, the way the yeah. fans were pushing, Man, that was a moment. And again, coming from our, our skipper, our Manifico, who has been brutalized on the on on the media, you know, and he just came in there with a, a captain's performance or you can say a captain's goal. Um Yeah. But yeah, man, um three points. You know, people have been complaining about United and here we are, we are sitting, I think, sixth or seventh? I think it's sixth. And we're like, uh, hey Yeah, I think we'll jump. Yeah. Yeah, and mm. we're like just sitting there saying, Hey, what's up? You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but man, let's go, let's go. Oh so, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so b- before we get into it, of course, where we always love to start that starting eleven, right? Yeah. We always yeah. that's our starting point. We look at that starting eleven and, and it gives us an idea of how the game's gonna pan out, what's going through the manager's mind. Yeah, you know, I've, I've sort of tagged it as a sort of like a meme when everybody asks me like why is this player not starting? Why 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 I just always reply with tactics. You know what I mean? <laughs> Where is this player? Tactics. <laughs> you know, that, that that's our gaffer. You know, that's our go-to response now. When anyone asks anything about Manchester United, I'm yeah. always going to hit them back with tactics. <laughs> so, yeah, man. 
that's starting 11 you yeah. know any surprises how did you feel about us starting 11 going into this match say that again how did you feel about the starting 11 going into this match you know i had mixed feelings about it but it was almost one of those things where it's like i've come to expect that sort of starting lineup so i wasn't really phased but yeah. i mean if for example if we had lost this game we would have been picking out all the mistakes in that squad and we're still going to do that like because yeah. i mean I, you know first of all there's one thing that i need to mention and i think the gaffer has been pointing this out these past few days because i've been watching interviews and the guy is defending himself so i just wanted to point something yeah. out here right now as united are progressing we should not for we shouldn't expect a style of play and i think the manager has alluded this yeah. numerous times even after this game where he said because i think Rio Ferdinand was pushing him like hey Rio was asking him some very stern aggressive I felt they were aggressive questions you know yeah and he was like last season there was like a style of play and then this season like why what is the style of play blah 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 you know like getting at the manager and the manager was like listen it's no lie that we've been hit by 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 injuries our starting like players that were very important for the squad for us to have this style of play that you guys are seeking, they are out. And having to chop and change because of the situation that is at hand, it is very difficult to get some sort of consistency. So I want people to understand that right now, United are just going to be scrapping for goals. Like we're just gonna be scrapping for games. Whatever we're going to get, that's what we're going to get. Let's forget yeah. about the style of play. Like, I think we should criticize more about the style of play when he actually has his full starting lineup. Like, when he actually has everybody yeah. in there. You know, because he keeps, they keep on asking him this question. And he keeps on saying, listen, mm. it's difficult for me. To, I, I don't know if they're yeah. not understanding what he's saying, but he's, pretty, he's, he's basically saying, it's difficult for me to get some sort of consistency in my team because of all the injuries that are happening. I have to keep on changing yeah. and chopping and changing and each player has got a different personality too so it's difficult so until he gets all his players in i honestly think that's when we're going to get um um some sort of decent style of play also almost like a a repeat of last season because last season we did have a style of play we're playing from the back and we had we had had good counter-attacking moments we know we, we we tried to keep possession as much as we can so I think we're going to get that. Having said that, when I saw the starting lineup, you know, I was just like, hey, <laughs> Jesus, take the wheel. <laughs> you know, I was, I, was, I was just like, hey, you know what? Gaffa, I get it. It was man. nerve-wracking. I, I get it. Like, I'm, I'm not even going to try and fight you because I thought there was, yeah. I thought you were going to start Varane. You made it clear that Varane is good to go. Yeah. But why isn't he starting? Yeah. You know, that was something that was mm. mysterious for me. And then Ericsson mm. and Scott McTominay. Scott McTominay, I actually didn't have a problem with it. I think you, we even talked about it yesterday when we were like, these are the yeah. kind of yeah. games that Scott McTominay actually thrives in. And lo and behold, yeah. I think Scott McTominay had a good game today. You know, it was just one yeah. of those. Yeah. It, it, it was his game. It's just that we were not in our... Yeah. 
And then you backed um, up his speech. See, I'm saying he backed up his speech, eh? Yeah, he did. If that goal, if that he, goal count, if that goal counted, fam. But we'll get to it, <laughs> bro. I was like, Scotty, you know, I was happy for him. You know? But honestly, going into this game, I didn't have any expectations. Um, I had a, I predicted that we we're going to win one. I thought it was going to be a one-one draw. But initially, I did say I was going yeah. three zero because. But then when I saw also um, Fulham starting eleven, um, remember I told you that hey man, we might have a chance because these guys yeah. there are some key players that are missing in that squad, and we might. It's only yeah. us to lose this game. And bro, <laughs> watching that game was just mm. like, guys, seriously. Like it was, it yeah. was painful to watch. It was like swallowing glass. Like I know we won, but yeah. it was, it was difficult. We were doing good things, you know, just handling ourselves because the way it looks, like this United team, like it's so wounded, it's so battered that, it, we like we just we're just hanging on there, you know. But uh, man, yeah. it, it it was a very interesting game. It was an end-to-end game. I don't think there were any tactics for yeah. both sides. It was just almost like, hey, each team was feeling each other. There was this guy's going this side. We had opportunities this side. But yeah, man. Um, overall, I think it was just yeah. it was a decent game. It was a decent game. Yeah. So yeah. So obviously now we, we spoke about that first. Um, we, we spoke about the starting eleven. Now and I get into the first half. You know, before we jump into the second half. So, from what I watched, right, yeah. first half we actually played decent, right, and obviously yeah. we played a team that's not as good as Newcastle City. So, but in any case, I think there are a lot of positive things that were done in that match. I can't completely slate, you know, the whole match and say I didn't watch the whole match anyway. But from the first half, from what I watched, we actually yeah. we're actually passing better. We looked yeah. a bit more constructive, you know. Yeah. Um, I still have a problem with Anthony not taking on the defender. You know, he keeps swimming bro, around and making back bro, passes. I don't like was... it. Ganacho did, you know, exactly. You know, Ganacho was was doing that as well. He wasn't being more forward as as usual. But the passes somehow were making sense. You know, um, before that goal came through, we had a slight injury scare. You know, I was like thinking, are we cursed or something? You know, when when Harry Maguire got that knock, because I'm like, we literally do not have defenders. We don't. We can't afford for another one to get injured, you know, even if it's Harry Maguire. And like we said, he has been having quite a run of good games. So, you know, right now, with our injury crisis, he's actually an asset for us right now. We need him. We can't afford for him to get injured. So when that happened, it really made my heart jump. But thankfully, he managed to pull through. You know, and Warrior. I got him in my fantasy and he got my six points, so I'm happy about that. But anyway, <laughs> so we get the goal and it was deemed as an offside decision. Yeah. Right. What are your thoughts on that? Because honestly, I, I even now and as and we saw so many replays, that VR decision went for almost three minutes. Right. Them it was trying to decide whether it was Listen, on or off. D. That thing that goal was clear as night and day, bro. Onside. I don't know what. I don't know. Maybe you can explain it to me because uh, I honestly uh, don't know how that decision uh, was called as uh, offside. And I, I think, can't. and I think every every single person in this world who's not even a United fan who watched that match 
felt some sympathy for us because I like we just don't see it. We don't see how this game was disallowed. And you know, Ben, before you even give me your thoughts about how you feel about it, what's pissing off is when this stuff happens to United, right? When it happens vice versa. And I remember it happened in that, I think it was the Wolves game that we played. Mm. And we were so livid because after that game, because of the poor VAR decision, mm. those officials were suspended mm. for their nonsense analysis. Yeah. And we were like, this will never happen to United. And I highly doubt that when these guys go sit down after the match and review those tapes properly and mm. see that they did do a fuck up, they're not going to get suspended. They're not going to get suspended for their incorrect decisions. So there's a lot of injustice mm. that's going our way. And it's starting to feel like these guys have, have a thing against United. You know, I don't want to say it, but it's sort of just seeming that way because this one was just, fam, talk to me, man. I don't know. Make it make sense for me, man. Bro, first things first. There was a there was a term that was thrown around when they were deciding that thing. Subjective. Yeah. Um. Subject. Subjective. Fam. Something. Whatever the fuck that is. Yeah. And it's I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> whoa. I'm like, since when? When? Wait, wait. Where is this terminology now coming from? Like. <laughs> Like now, because you're put in a situation where it's make... tricky, you're not coming up with this terminology. Yeah. Come on, don't try and throw us curveballs. Okay. And then, right, you look at you look at how the thing happened. They're saying Harry Maguire was the one that was offside. Fine, Harry Maguire <laughs> didn't get the ball. And exactly. if you look at if dog, they say he impeded Muniz. Okay, fine. Did exactly. you see how he tumbled but... over? Did you see how, Dude, like, and... there's no way Harry Maguire is trying to stop this. He has got no business with this guy. This Man. guy is the guy that's running he's... into Maguire. You know what? Dude, and Maguire and is in give... front of him. How is Maguire supposed to see him behind him? He's literally tracking the ball, tries to get at it, and completely misses it. And then the, the, the Fulham player stumbles into Maguire. Because no. if Maguire got that ball, then we should have been awarded a penalty. Because he bumped yes. into Maguire and impeded uh, well, him. Well, he would have so been offside. Said, if he got the ball, he would have been offside. Because man, the offside was Maguire given Maguire wasn't of offside. No. Maguire wasn't offside. That's why they gave... He wasn't. That's that's why the goal was disallowed. But that's the thing. Like, that's the thing, Ben. He mm. wasn't offside. So even this thing about subjectiveness, it wasn't. And you know, you know the funny thing? Is when they're drawing the offside lines, I don't even know why they're using the shoulder. Because... They used the last piece of the body, which were the arms, right? Because when they drew the lines, they drew yeah. the line on Ganacho's shoulder. And I'm like, why are you drawing the line on Ganacho's shoulder? Why are you not drawing it on his outstretched arm? No. Because when you look at that, Harry Maguire and Ganacho were both on side. They were both on side. Neither of them were offside for that no. goal. No, no, gee, no, no. Harry Maguire was offside when the ball, like at the ball, at the at the point of contact, that that offside thing that they gave, they gave it because Harry Maguire. Listen, 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 listen. Remember, but, you but just said that if Harry Maguire touched that ball, he uh, we would have gotten a yes. penalty. They would have not given it because yes. already from the moment of he course. was kicked, he was offside. Garnacho wasn't. So now the reason why they gave, so here's the why they gave the offside. They said 
that Harry Maguire being already offside impeded Muniz from getting to the ball. Do you understand? That's why they gave the offside. Ganacho wasn't offside. But because Harry Maguire impeded. So if Maguire didn't touch Muniz, then Ganacho and Ganacho got that ball because they're assuming that Muniz would have got that ball. Which, hey, I yeah. don't know. Yeah. So if Harry Maguire didn't touch homeboy and then Ganacho did, it would have been a goal. But yeah. then now this thing yeah. of saying it's subjective, where VAR usually makes the decision. Yeah. Then this time yeah. they are telling the ref to go and check. Tell me when was the last time the, yeah. the referee has gone to the VAR to check for an offside. Tell me. I I, I can wait. Like I I I I, I don't remember. A lengthy yeah. decision because of an offside that is not there. Damn. And you know what the funny thing is? You know what what hurts me the most is that because it's United, yeah. it's just going to be like eh. United already have got yeah. a lot of drama. They've got a lot of things on their plate. Yeah. You know, nobody cares yeah. about what United uh, what United exactly. is going through. Exactly. And if we complain, United yeah. fans are this, United fans are that. But I'm exactly. telling you, that exactly. was a miscarriage of justice. We were denied. It's almost mm. the same thing as Liverpool, the time when uh, Luis Diaz, that offside thing. This, yeah. it, it all works yeah. in the same thing. You know what I mean? But here we are. Mm -hmm. At least we won. I yeah, think man. the football got for for shining exactly. Something. Yeah, for for you know impeding their justice upon Fulham. Yeah. But yeah, man, yeah. that was. I, anyway, I'll have a I'll have a look at the the replay again. But honestly, when they drew the lines from when the ball left the foot of I don't even I can't remember who took the free kick. I don't know if it was Bruno Fernandez or Ericsson. something. I remember seeing Harry. Ericsson. Yeah, it was Ericsson. I remember seeing Harry Maguire inside of the offside line. I don't remember him seeing him offside. So that's also what just fucking mind blew me. You know what I mean? I'm like, nah, fam. I don't I don't understand where this is coming from. Because I honestly explain. don't... They need to fucking explain yeah, they need that. To. Is... They ah, need to. Not... We need a PowerPoint presentation of yeah. how of how this subjective yeah. um decision came about and why all of a sudden you're just making up rules along the way because I'm pretty sure if you go to the VAR rule book, there's no such thing as a referee can make a subjective decision on, on what happened. Like, just daylight robbery at its highest span. It's, and, it's and unbelievable. D, you know what's crazy about this? If if yeah. you use the word subjective, ne, then it means mm. there's no consistency in the rule. Yeah. You exactly. understand? So what's the then whole what's what the point? What's the point of the VAR? What's, what's the, point? the point? Yeah. Literally, literally, madness. <laughs> Absolute madness. But yeah, man. Um, obviously yeah. we got that goal disallowed. Yeah. The first half ended zero zero. Like I said, from what I watched, we we played decent. You know, we we're yeah. able to keep possession. We we were able to string along passes. You know, nothing, nothing malicious. I mean, the whole game went without a yellow card. That's that's something that's really amazing. Yeah. That the whole game went without any of the. Uh, teams getting a yellow card so but yeah that's the first that's the first half so yeah like i said i never watched anything of the second half maybe you can just run us through like what happened in the second half and how did how do, like i never watched the goal i was literally just following the audio commentary on on what you call this on the manchester united app 
and you yeah. know obviously when the commentator's voice starts rising, you can just feel something is going on, and then yeah. all of a sudden, boom, back of the net, Bruno Fernandez. I'm like, oh god, we saved this thing in the last minute, you know, <laughs> and this is the, f- and I'm sure. I'm sure Ten Hag is gonna, you know, in the press conference, be like, "This is the fight we're talking about." Yeah, you he know was what I mean? beaming. But, uh, yeah, yeah. It was beaming. He I was I happy. You know what, Ben? I don't like this thing of us winning in the 90th minute. I don't like this Me thing too. of you see like that fight. It. You see that fight, nah, man. We need this this fight from. You understand? But I can understand how that decision may have affected the game, you know. But yeah, man, run us through that second half, man. What's your take on the second half? Was it? More of the same of the first half. Was there any improvement? Like the subs, did the subs make a difference? Like I said, I didn't see what happened. Like, do you think okay. if those subs were not made, we would have managed to get that goal? Nah. And and and, first and, of all... and before before we get into it, before we get into, it, I just want to mention one more thing. Guess who assisted? Ah, you watched. The I game was anyway. I, no. Uh-uh. Okay. Okay. Talk. Get into it. Okay. Hey. Okay, you you talk. <laughs> let me let, let me give you a platform. Talk, my guy. <laughs> you, you know you know what, Dave. First of all, I need to point out that mm. Ericsson Scott McTominay, that balance was not right. If we had a more combative okay. midfield uh, opponents, we were going to be in trouble. Ericsson was yeah. like def- like he was holding, and he was the weakest link. Like that was the scariest thing okay. because he was providing good passes going forward and link up play, but then being yeah. a holding, he was he was almost doing a Scott McTominay, and that was worrying me. Yeah, you know what I mean. So yeah. all right, another person mm-hmm. that was also annoying me, Anthony. Anthony, Anthony for me was the worst player that we had on the pitch today. The worst. Yeah, like, mm-hmm. I am not having. I'm not having it. I I I was excited when we bought him yeah. from Ajax. I'm not like I. Okay. We can get rid yeah. of Anthony the sooner the better. Yeah. We are not getting anything <laughs> out of this guy. We have already messed with his mentality. Yeah. That the booing and yeah. maybe maybe he's still he's still thinking about the case that he's going through. Maybe, but man, this yeah. guy should yeah. not start for United. Just like Rashford. He shouldn't. He is. Yeah. yeah. He's afraid. He's afraid. Since mm. when? Like, yeah. he was the guy that was supposed to, like, graze the roof at Old Trafford. He was the guy that was make make people yeah. stand up because he's taking on players. He is. He's just yeah. he's timid. I'm, I'm not having it. So, second half comes yeah. in. And um, the gaffer brings in Pelestri. For uh, okay. Anthony and um, who else did he take out? Hoyland for um, Martial. Was it Hoyland yeah. for Martial? And then he took out Ericsson uh, okay. for Mount. Mount came on for Ericsson. Yeah. Um, yeah. Then yeah, I, yeah, yeah. And then Rasmus came off Anthony. Um, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Bakundo came on for Anthony in the sixty-third minute. Yes, and then um, Mason Mount came in for Christian Eriksen. Anthony Martial came in for Rasmus Hoyland. Yes, and then Varan. Uh, yeah, Varan came in for Ganacho in the ninety-third minute. Yes, yes, and immediately, 
there was more urgency. You know, we were still playing the whole yeah. it was the game, the whole game. Like nothing really changed from yeah. the first half in terms of how the game was going. Yeah. The end to end stuff. It didn't change. Mm. It was just more intense in the yeah. second half. Fulham were coming at us. They had yeah. opportunities. They were trying. They were hitting from distance. They were trying. But it just wasn't working. Harry Maguire, yeah. man, I almost feel bad for wanting this guy to leave because he was one of his, his passing. Harry Maguire's passing. Man. Yeah. I know it sounds crazy, but he was... <laughs> Yeah. His progressive passes, his passes in between the lines, yeah. his pings. Man, yeah. Harry Maguire. Yeah. Pinpoint accuracy. Harry Maguire. Yeah. But we know this about him. Yeah, but like today. But we know this about him. You know? Yeah, today. Yeah, no, was, today was. Today, today, yeah, yeah, today, today was Andre Pelo. You know what you I know, mean? He, he, he wasn't <laughs> pinging more, he was piercing in, yes. like cutting through the lines yes. more. Yes. And I noticed that in the first half. Yeah, and he continued it in the second half. Like he was relentless with it. Do you know what I mean? Nice. And Bruno yeah, also yeah. he was just all over the place. Mason Mount added, added some energy, some dynamism. Scott McTominay didn't stop. He was just bombarding, just causing. You know, the game was like I said, there was no style. Yeah. Like we were not trying to be pretty. We are trying to get a win. Yeah. Get points. And that's exactly what yeah. happened. Facundo yeah. comes in, he does, he immediately becomes yeah. a pest. Immediately. That goal that Bruno yeah. scored, if it yeah. wasn't because of Pelestri's persistence, yeah. it wouldn't have happened. Yeah. And I don't see it yeah. happen. Like, Bruno doesn't score that goal when Anthony's there. Bruno doesn't score that goal when yeah. Mount or anybody else is in that right side playing there or Rashford playing there. Now, because yeah. Pelestri has that persistence, that I'm biting at your feet. He kept going. The ball was yeah. finishing. And you know there's this thing in football. Um, um, the, the, that passion, that desire, the more hunger you have when you're fighting for the ball, the, the ball almost favors yeah, yeah. you. Like it almost favors you. It just goes <laughs> in your favor. It just, it just falls to your feet. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And that was literally yeah. what happened with Facundo Pelestri. He went, yeah, chased the ball, passed the ball, just ricocheted on him. Bam, bam. He one, two with yeah. Bruno there. Ah, ah. Scott me. It was just, and then it just took like, like individual brilliance by Bruno, chopping, changing, turning, and yeah. the ball. You know, it, it was just one of those mm. goals. But like I said, that goal doesn't happen if Facundo. Is if Facundo isn't persistent, if he's not pushing, if he's not charging, if he's not taking on that player, it doesn't go in. So big yeah. up, big shout yeah. out to Pelestri. That right there, today's performance has earned him. I'm telling yeah. you right now, it has earned him <laughs> a seat at the table. Let me tell you why, dude. The yeah. manager, the way yeah. it looks, the manager is going for players that are going to play for him. Like True. he's not. Like, he's not messing about. I wouldn't be surprised if yeah. Facundo starts against Copenhagen. I won't be. And yeah, even yeah. the next game mm. that's going to come, I won't be surprised. Because yeah. Anthony was given yeah. ample time. Two games. I think it was what? City. Then Newcastle. Newcastle. Then today. 
now to Bruh. and then Facundo comes in and provides an assist. Yeah. Yeah, even though mm-hmm. as messy as it was, he still did. Garnacho on the other side was doing wonders compared to this guy. I don't understand. These senior players need to yeah. tell bench. You know? But yeah, they like do. I said, man, that that it was all over the place. It was doom doom football. You can't say that it was pretty. Yeah. Like if you're a United fan there sitting, hey, I demand a style of play, man. Miss me with mm. that. Like we need points mm. and we're gonna build off of this sort of small momentum. You know what I mean? And then try to yeah. see what, how we get there. Big shout out but to Aaron the Spider Bisaka. Because oh, my oh, guy, oh, oh. that he is my man of the match. Aaron yeah. was my man of the match. What a breath of fresh yeah, yeah. air, dude. Oh, how he, and you know what? Mm. I need to say something because I know that there are going to be some fans and pundits and people going to complain about one, one Bisaka. And I want to point out a few okay. things because I heard mm. the commentators in the game that I was watching. They were trying to prove um, every time that Juan Bisaka was caught um, out of position. The okay. guy kept on sort of trying to push the narrative that Juan Bisaka needs to be checking himself. That he gets getting caught yeah, out. Yeah, I remember that. Bullshit. Yeah, because I was out, like, yeah. you need yeah. to follow the game. Juan Bisaka, right? This yeah. guy has just come from defending the ball, tackling it, running with it. Our players have lost yeah. it. Is it his fault that he's been caught up front there trying mm. to push us? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Trying to make him look like, yeah. nah, he's out of position. One Bissaka today for me was yeah. flawless. For somebody who has been out for a very long time, yeah, he was. this guy has hit the ground exactly. running. Hard. I was just absolutely Hard. impressed. And I was just saying, hey, mm. Galo, what's up, man? How is it going that side in the left? Mm. He held his own, but mm. you can tell that one Bisaka, and I'm saying it again with my chest, one Bisaka is our number one right back. That guy yeah. he gets it. He gets it. He gets yeah. it. True. But, yeah, man. He does. He does, man. And you know, when I watched him play in the first half, it was like he never left, you know. Um, he was just winning yeah. balls back. There was even an instance in the first half where he lost the ball and immediately went and won it back. You know, relentless. He was just doing ah. it absolutely flawlessly. And I'm like, we've been missing him. We've been missing yeah. him. And you could even tell because the opposition were attacking on the low side. They're like, now nah, we exactly. don't want to try the low. The only time the ball went to the low side was when he pushed up the pitch. And then that area was open. That's it. But other than that, the pressure was coming from the low that. side. None of them wanted energy. None of them wanted Bisaka. None of Thank them you for wanted pointing that out, D, because Bisaka. nobody's going to say it. No one. Everybody yeah. was attacking the Lord's yeah. side. Like they were... Exactly. Nah. <laughs> William, William likes to take people to the line. Where was he? He was always talking yeah. with him. None of that. It was impossible for him. It was mad. Yeah. Nah, man. Nah, nah. True. You know, I really believe. Oh, gee, I've never stopped believing. You I, know, can see, we, I, can, I can see a speechless. I, I've always known that any team that misses players, no, like, and we are missing a lot, dude. That is something that is not yeah. talked about a lot. Like, like literally, I know yeah. it sounds like an excuse, 
but you see now we are starting to understand it's taken us a very long time to understand what's really going on like to really understand where the manager's mindset is at because for him to come out yeah. and say that listen the style of play will come but as you can see i'm chopping and changing yeah. it's very yeah. difficult to implement what i want you know yeah but the Six time changes will come. Made. yeah the time will come the time and time will come man i hope rashford i mean he picked up an injury or he didn't pass his fitness test yeah. i hope he was watching i hope he was motivated i'm not gonna sit here and start he saying, was there on the bench yeah he was there i hope he took yeah. inspiration in that yeah. you know some of these players True. that are not playing like some of these players that have that are not doing the stuff scott mctominay scoring for us and I, like he was going to continue being our top goal scorer and he's a midfielder exactly and he's he imagine, and he hardly gets minutes and and you know and you know the first the first thing that came to my mind that Scott McTominay goal when that cross was made and then Ganacho played it first time in the box yeah. I'm like oh lord if this was Rashford he was taking a shot at goal yeah if yeah. that was Rashford he's going to take a shot at goal yeah and this is what we need from our wing players we need them when they get the ball in those positions they ping it hard low and fast into that box. And you just hope for an attacker to be there to put it in, yeah. you know. And that's exactly what happened. Yeah. And my fear is if Rashford was playing in that game and that goal was counted, you know, um, if that was Rashford in that position, you were most likely gone for goal and hit the side net. You would have probably just fucked that whole thing up. Man, you know, I'm so. I'm... I, 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 so like you said, I hope you took some inspiration and some tips from that situation. Oh. That when balls are pinged in, my guy, put it back oh. in the box. Bro. Put it back in the box. We're gonna get a better chance of putting that thing behind the net, you know, than you taking a chance at goal. Because either we ping it in or it's an own goal. You yeah. understand? Yeah. So he needs to be in, in that type of a mindset. But anyway, we're happy for the three points, you yeah. know. Um yeah. I, I'm happy. Yeah, we do have uh, some complaints and some issues here and there, but I'm so happy that you know we managed to get the three points. The football is not gonna look pretty for a while until yeah. we get our players back. Yeah. And I think to your point, um, Ten Hag is going to be playing starting players that are going to put a graft in. You know, if yeah. you want to play for him, you're starting. And I 100% back you when you say that we we most likely will see Pelestri starting in that Copenhagen game. And then we hope that yeah. Anthony can also gain some inspiration from that because true, exactly. he hasn't been the same exactly. player since that incident and since he, 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 he went from Super Saiyan 1 to standard form. You know, his game has just been lacking. You know what I mean? I think bruh, he needs a sense of being or something just to get him back into action. But yeah, man, I'm, yeah. I'm happy. Three points were up, we're sixth. You know, the hard work needs to continue yeah. from here. We've got a long way to go. We mustn't get carried away. Yeah. This was Fulham. You know, we're going to meet more difficult opponents along the way. And we can just hope that... Because the thing is, our defense and the midfield play is sort of getting better. But that front three are still not doing anything. We need the goals. No. Where we are lacking no. is the goals. Remember, remember yeah. when when Liverpool's defense was shit, and they used to concede three goals. They would go and win yeah. that game four three. You understand? Yeah. Until that error was yeah. corrected when they brought in Van Dijk and they brought in Allison. You check. So we yeah. need to be on that same level. Like, look, it's fine if we concede, but we must also go and score. At the yeah. end of the day, we need to win. So if we're gonna concede, we need to score. End of story. You understand? Yeah. We can't concede and then be struggling to score goals. That doesn't make any sense. 
But yeah, man, anything else you want to add to this match? You said one Bisaka was your man of the match. I didn't watch the whole match, so I can't really say, you know, who was the man of the match. Um, I can give it's... big ups to, to Harry Maguire. Yeah, it's personally them from the too. first one that I watched. Yeah. 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 Um, like we like we said, man, like yes, I know I've had our issues with Harry Maguire, but I really think that him being stripped of the captaincy Bro, and just reduce pressure off him. I'm telling you, just focus we, on his game. We said he can this. just be a team player. Yeah, we did. We did. We said and look, this. look what he's doing. He's looking look more he's doing. like a captain when he's not with the armband. Exactly. And this is what we want. Exactly. We want players this to step up leaders. I was so impressed with yeah. him today, taking his hits yeah, and just being there. Mm. And I'm like, this is the yeah. Maguire that we always bought him for because regardless of whatever exactly. his form or whatever, he will remain yeah. fit. He will play. Yes. And he just needs to he will Man, Maguire is in his groove, man. He's in his groove. Like, yeah, true. if he can maintain, like, if he can, for me, the only thing I see for Maguire is for him just going up. Like, I don't, like, yeah. I don't. If he was to drop, like that would be really disappointing. But I can only say it's yeah. going up for him right now. And if it drops, it's yeah. going to be on him. Because, True. truth be told, like with the whole thing, like we're not sure of Varan. Like we're not sure. Like yeah. I, I'm really surprised about what's going on with Varan. But we already know that Varan has yeah. got injury problems. And Martinez is injury prone. Yeah. Harry Maguire is like our most yeah. solid center back. The one that we want to get rid of him. So he might just be one of those yep. most important yep. um, players for us. That's <laughs> true. So, true. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, 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 and another thing that I was thinking, like the gaffer really needs to find the solution in that midfield. Why he keeps on benching Amrabat, maybe he wants to start yeah. Amrabat in the Champions League. Cool. But we need somebody fielding so that mm. I'm telling you, if Bruno is unleashed, guys, that guy is a problem. Yeah. He's still creating. I know it's annoying for some people to watch, yeah. but that guy is creating chances. He's creating mm. chances. Yeah. I think if we give yeah. Bruno like that, that consistency where he's he's getting comfortable in him being in his own position and he's just orchestrating things. I think we might yeah. get something out of our front three. I really think so. And, you know, True. so he must fix that. Because our defense, we already know it's fate. We already know. Mm. Like, yeah. we're not fooling ourselves to what we are waiting for who and who and who. Whoever's there will play. Whoever's fit will play. It is what it is. But in that midfield, yeah. ah, man, he, he needs to find some sort of consistency. He really does. He really does. True. Yeah, man. But yeah, I think that's it for this episode. And I got one last thing to say before we close it off. Nah, man. I am just happy. Happy, happy, happy. <laughs> happy, happy, happy. You know, <laughs> trust the manager. Trust the process. It is what it is. Ooh. Like, if you love this club, yeah. you wouldn't be too quick to, to write our manager off. I don't know if he... True. Because this win... I'm not sure if now he has become the fastest manager to get to yeah, 50 wins. 50, yeah, yeah. At United, I yeah, think maybe oh. he's the first or he's tied or something like that. That is something big yeah. when it comes to the history of our club. Yeah. Our club has got rich history. And this manager has just yeah. written history. 
give him time yeah. give him time let's yeah. trust the process let's trust and believe him stop gunning at him like he's some child because hey bro i've been seeing them like nowadays people are not pulling punches they are yeah. coming for him the questions oh, man. Are just <laughs> head on head on like yo yeah what's going on what's yeah. going on yeah this guy rashford why is he benching hey did you did you know he went out to the party huh i spoke to him mm. uh, unacceptable answer. Whoa, <laughs> okay. but it's an yeah. internal affair hey. you know so <laughs> man just trust our gaffer yeah man. really really true yeah yeah man but yeah with that being said thank you guys for listening to another episode of the glory reds podcast don't forget you can catch us on all your favorite podcasts and streaming platforms for glory reds fc subscribe like follow wherever we at and with that being said we'll catch you guys in the next episode peace, peace.